for listening to DIY Money, heard weekly around the world. You can follow DIY Money on Facebook, join the DIY tribe, on Instagram at DIY.money, and search DIY Money on YouTube. DIY! Now, enjoy this episode. Okay, this is DIY Money behind the scenes. Uh, take one. All right, Start here we go. Uh, one, two, three. I really want to know if she does the sink, because I remember she was like, "No, this camera's really good." Like, you don't, I don't think she does it. Claire, do you really sync up the audio? Do you really do anything, or is, do I really need to do this cheesy? Oh, whatever? you have to do it. <laughs> Hollywood right. spends millions on movies, and they still do it. That's because they, yeah. I don't know. They don't have it all connected in a short range. They're what? sitting with boom mics over the things like 20 feet away from the camera. So it's a big deal. Yeah, the distance matters, huh? Uh, yeah, with our visual going there and the audio coming through, that's why you do it. Sound <laughs> no travels idea. faster than whatever. <laughs> so light travels faster than sound. Wait. I don't know. Why do you do it? You do it because the video captures it slower than the audio, right? Isn't that what? why? Or maybe the... Yeah, because when you're watching something that's not synced up, they're always behind, aren't they? Like I'm going to drink Bruce more Bruce Lee coffee. movies when they didn't do that? Oh, no, that was a different language. <laughs> All right. Can we just go? Son of a gun. Oh. What do you got on that, Logan? Where are we at with that? Who's right? What's happening? Why do we do this dumb thing? To sync the audio and the video because they're two separate tracks. And if you have tracks. no idea what we're talking about right now, you need to jump on YouTube because well, we DIY haven't even started the show on... yet. Why not? No, we started the well, show. We started the audio, but you haven't actually started the show yet. All right. Well, the show is started. Let's just roll that. Welcome to DIY Money. There you go. Steve, just go from the beginning. Use the whole thing. This is behind the scenes version. Everybody now gets to see what's happening on the podcast. Behind the scenes version. So you want to start the show? Later. We're started. Let's go. We got a question today from Jeremy. DIY Money. DIY Money. Jeremy, what do you got? Three, two, one. Let's go. Hey guys, this is Jeremy from Jacksonville. Uh, I got a question for you around the budget. Uh, wife and I just started um, really dissecting what we spend each month, and I uh, was curious, what do you guys do with the extra money you have allocated to a specific category? You know, we already set up uh, you know, a certain amount going to savings and everything else, so just curious, do you roll that over to your next month, or is that just kind of extra cushion that goes into savings? All right guys, thanks. All right, this is a great question. So what Jeremy's asking is he is doing a very good job of classifying, categorizing his budget. And on any given month, he might have some excess in different categories. And he's asking basically what to do with that money. Now, there's a potential pitfall here. And I want to describe the two scenarios in our family budget where this would happen. <clears throat> the potential, uh, number one, is I will... Uh, accrue or not accrue, but I will annualize a an amount that may not happen each month. So, for example, we have a big amount in sporting. All right, our kids are involved in year-round athletics. We have membership dues. We have meet fees. We have the ancillary product that we have to buy, etc. I typically take an annualized amount. I divide by twelve, and that's part of my budget. Now, because it's a uh, a seasonal, it's it's an it's a year round, but it's kind of a seasonal pay. So our club pays eight months, and then four months we don't pay our dues. 
And I don't know why that is. Just something they've done for a very, very long time. Even though we swim, the kids swim year-round. So for four months, I don't have that due payment. So that would technically be extra in my budget. But I don't move it or spend it because I know that it's going to come back around the following uh, January. We're going to start again. Does that make sense? So you're... Are you spreading the eight months of payments over out 12. over 12 months in your budget? So you are accruing it. Yeah, basically You've not accruing it. I've not moved it over, but I am accruing it. The other thing is lawn care. I pay, I mean, just be candid with you. I do not cut my own lawn, whatever. Even. I know. But I got three boys, and soon they, my son was like the other day, he was like, I think I want to start mowing lawns, but we don't have a lawnmower, and I don't know how to do that, so that might not be a good idea. <laughs> I was like, well, that's pretty smart. Anyways, uh, but obviously I don't pay for lawn care in the winter. So it's, again, the same thing. I have it budgeted monthly, but I don't pay for it in the winter. And it would be dangerous for me to go, oh, I got an extra $50 a month because I didn't pay for lawn care this month, and I'm going to use that over here in you know, spending entertainment. So I, I just kind of leave it in the budget, and I do run a surplus in my checking account. Not much, but I do run a surplus. That's number one. That's the potential for number one. And I could see that on my budget very easily on any given month, depending on the category. Um, utilities are similar. I, and I do it monthly based on an average electric bill, but obviously it's going to be higher in the winter. It's going to be lower in the summer, et cetera. Okay, so that's where it's dangerous. Where it's not dangerous, where I could move things around and I get a little, I get, you know, I kind of reward ourselves sometimes, is in the variable categories that are not seasonal. So that's things like maybe groceries, um, entertainment, or what have you. And what I do, I'm specifically thinking about grocery. So in an instance where for, uh, uh, let's say it's the 30th day or the 28th day, and I find that we have an extra $100 in grocery. This does not happen very much, by the way. <laughs> not with three growing boys. In fact, we're probably pulling from entertainment. But in the event it does, and I can recall some ter- certain times it does, I will come home and I'll be like, Let's go out to eat. Like, let's go. Like, we're taking. Now we're getting carry out or whatever. So I'll spend it. I, I mean, I'll I'll re, I'll quote reward ourselves for that. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Um. So you could you know a variety of things. I mean, again, depending on where it is, depending on the fact that you're you, it's a legitimate positive uh, surplus. You know, you can reward yourself for that, or you can kick it over into savings. There you go. All that to just give them two answers. What do you got on that, Daniel? So we pretty much do uh, about the same thing. So on the utility side, uh, I tracked it for about a year. We got sort of the uh, the ups and downs throughout the year, and then we figured out what's the average that we need to budget each month. Uh, the months that we don't spend that much, we kind of sweep it over to a savings account that we'll pull from uh, when we need to in the future, um, when the amount for utilities is higher than what we've budgeted. And so it just kind of sweeps back and forth. Uh, as far as groceries and dining out and entertainment, things like that, those variable expenses you talked about, uh, we've done a couple different methods there. Uh, when we have extra, sometimes we just let it roll over to the next month. Usually that's when it's a small amount, uh, five, 10, 20 bucks here. Uh, we just kind of roll that over into the next month and use it. Other times when we know we've got, uh, some kind of big goal coming up, whether that's, you know, like a, a family vacation or something like that, then we just add it to that fund, um, which is usually in a savings account or something. And even just, you know, 20, 30 bucks um, added to that account really sort of helps build up that for those special events. Uh, the only other method that we've done is we've kind of saved up 
those little bits for, you know, just date nights to go out together, uh, have some fun and just not have to, you know, worry about is it in the budget? Is it not? Because it's kind of been built up from our cutting inadvertently in other areas of the budget. Daniel, you gave it everything. You're in your own little world there. You do have a great voice. I like you, Daniel. So uh, whatever you choose to do, Jeremy, bravo that you're among the very, very few out there that are actually tracking it following a budget, and living within your means. So bravo to you. Uh, Continue to follow those DIY money steps, and you will certainly be rewarded. The only thing I would add is if you continue to find a surplus every single month, uh, then I would add more to your savings and sweep it out of the account so you're not tempted, and you can continue to build that up for, again, for something that you uh, are saving for that's on your goal list uh, or maybe towards retirement. Excellent question, Jeremy. We really appreciate it. We will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be more than he's budgeted for. That's right. So you can use it, spend it, whatever. Um, All he did was send us a question, podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Check us out on Insta, DIY.money. That's DIY.money. Or join the DIY tribe on Facebook. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.